Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back. Welcome back to another Friday Soul Driven episode. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks, your spiritual guide, Akashic channel, and host. I'm curtsying, kind of. It's like a half curtsy. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I am really pumped to dive into today's first hot topic segment. So if you've been around the block with me a bit, these Friday episodes, I got a couple of different kinds of segments talking about things I love, answering your questions, now hot topics, and... I'm pumped because I've always been one to stand out on a limb and share truth where I believe it needs to be shined upon and to talk about things that maybe other people might be scared to talk about, potentially get myself in some hot water. I have done that more than I would care to share, (laughs) but hey, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. And these are topics that, that benefit us all. You know, because maybe you'll hear me speak about something and maybe you'll have your own voice to speak and maybe you'll go share that with the world and that'll be a beautiful thing. So anyway, before we dive into today's topic, which is a spicy one, I just want to remind you that if you would like to submit a question to be answered on these Friday episodes, you can do so by emailing it souldrivenpodcast at gmail.com or shooting me a message over on my Instagram at Anna Hendricks. Both of those links will be in the show notes. And yeah, just shoot it on over. Don't hesitate. (laughs) Okay, so spirituality and politics. So I felt very activated to share this to dive into this topic with you because I received an email from Tara Brock a couple of days ago which if you aren't familiar with who Tara Brock is oh my gosh you're missing out mindfulness teacher I know she's like a therapist coach she I don't even know what her titles are quite frankly I would just call her aka amazing beautiful badass woman is really all I can say her life story is phenomenal. Anyway, I digress. But she sent out an email to her her community and she said, engaged spirituality refers to the active engagement of our heart and awareness in service of the greater good, collective good. In this way, spirituality and politics are not separate. They are interconnected. Here in the U.S., our democracy requires the participation of every individual and community to thrive. 
And she goes on to talk about Mind Our Democracy, which is an online movement that is really focused on engaging the spiritual community and engaging them into getting out and voting in these midterms. And I wanted to participate in this in my own way. First of all, I'll be leaving a link to the Mind Art Democracy movement in the show notes as well, of course, so you can check them out, which highly recommend. Um, but, you know, my intention for today's show is really just to kind of talk about the importance of getting involved and engaging with politics in general at this time. A lot of a lot of discussion within the spiritual community really separates the two, really separates this, you know, the, the politics from the spirituality. I think that when we think about spirituality, it's like, mm, you know, sitting in a locust position in our meditation, talking with our high guides. And politics were like, ugh, you know, um, poor systems, uh, corrupt people, um, things not working the way we want them to. And I do have an international community here for my podcast. And so this is not just for those within the United States, but the United States is the solar plexus of this planet. If you look at any older chakra systems and how the different countries are laid out, it's pretty incredible. And that's part of why the United States has such an intense effect on the world at large. You know, I've never been someone who was like, America's the best. I mean, Honestly, <laughs> I, I I thought the opposite. You know, I, I used to travel. I've, I've lived all over the world. And for the longest time, I'd be in other countries like, oh, my gosh, it's so much better here than in the U.S. And, you know, I'd be comparing. And, and it really took me until I got to my older, you know, I think my later 20s to really be able to see how much opportunity we have here in the United States. You know, how much freedom uh, our, our democracy and I, I do believe that our democracy is, is up for debate right now. I think that there are forces that be within the United States that could really push us further into the ground. And I want to motivate you to help me step in the other direction because you are what is needed. And whether you are a United States citizen or not does not matter because this also relates to your country, to your city, to your state, to wherever it is that you're living in your world, because we all want the same thing, right? We all want our freedom. We all want to be able to practice our, our religions. I don't practice religion, but I'm just going with it here, <laughs> right? Um, love the person that we love. Um, be be who we are without pushback, without issue, without, right? And of course, because we are all so different, we have to understand that, that there are things that have to be in place in order to assist us in, in navigating those waters, because we do all see things a little bit differently, right? And, but democracy, democracy, I think is, is pretty much what everyone wants. I mean, I don't know if the pure word of democracy is what we all really want anymore. I don't really know. I, I know that being free and being able to be ourselves is certainly what we want. Being able to experience love and peace, being able to do the things that we want, 
Of course, this requires us to live from a place of love, which is really difficult when it comes to being around people that we disagree with, that we find repulsive, that we are violated by, that we, you know what I mean? Lots of really sticky waters here that I don't really want to dive into, but I really want to kind of kick to the curb this idea that spirituality and politics don't coexist because they do. Because what is politics if not a declaration of our values, of what we believe in, of what we want to experience, of the type of societies that we want to live in, right? How is that not spiritual? And how is it not spiritual for us to engage in that? If anything, I think it's the opposite. I think it would not be spiritual for us to not engage in it. I think the idea of just sitting back and being like, ah, oh, it's all going to be fine and, you know, doing our own thing and not giving a crap is, it's just complacency. It's spiritual bypassing is what it is. And, and here's the deal. Yes, everything will be okay in the end, but we still must take action. And that is because we create our world. You know, within our own personal lives, if we want to get in better shape, if we want to feel better in our body, if we want to start a business, we have to take action. We can't just sit back and pray and expect things to fall into place and expect to get what we want. That's not how it's going to work. We have to take action. And that is the same thing when it comes to politics, to the systems and structures in which we live within the people that are in power, we have to participate. And we're all going to be called to participate in different ways. You know, some of us will be called to go out and protest. Others will be called to vote. Others will be called to speak out. There's a number of different ways in which we can engage. But the bottom line is, is that we need to engage. And, you know, my heart has been so lifted by seeing the beauty that is coming out of all the destruction on the planet at this time. You know, when when Ukraine was first invaded, I just, part of the soul-crushing thing for me about that was reading the news and thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be a big thing for a couple of weeks and then it's just going to go to the wayside and people are going to move on with their lives. Because hello, Crimea, <laughs> it was invaded, it was taken and nobody really lifted a finger, right? Wasn't, we're like, hmm, not cool, but okay. And this time the world rallied and this time people stepped in. This time, a leader within the country stood up and said no. And the people of this beautiful country said no against a regime that is larger, that has more money and resources and all of the things that should have been, you know, for all well-intended purposes, an easy win. They said no and pushed back. And the continual pushing back continually strengthens my heart anytime I energetically tap into what's happening within Ukraine and Iran being the same thing like oh my freaking gosh I am in awe in awe of the women in Iran you know I grew up here in the United States where yes I did get home sent home in fifth grade for wearing my pants backwards because I wanted to be like crisscross and 
<laughs> that wasn't that wasn't accepted. But you know, if I protested, if I I mean, me not wearing my pants just got me sent home, whereas this woman not wearing a head covering, she was beaten to death and killed. Uh Masna Amini, and forgive me if I'm not saying her name correctly. <laughs> Y'all know I could destroy a name. So, but this woman's life, you know, I remember reading about it the first day and just thinking like, oh my gosh, yet another horrific thing to happen to a woman and expecting it to get kind of swiped under the rug. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I hear about all the women being raped, gang raped in India. And we hear about it for a minute and then it's gone. You know, women being covered in acid by their husbands. We hear about it, then it's gone. Women going out for a jog, never coming home, and then it's gone. But what really happens? What what really shifts? Nothing, nothing. We keep going, we keep moving. But no, the women in Iran, not only have they put their foot down, but they are literally risking their lives, risking rape, beatings, who knows what else that we don't even aren't even learning about just to go out and protest. How amazing, right? You know, and they have so many less rights than we do here in the United States. And in the United States, we're not going to go out and vote? What? The, the, the smallest, tiniest thing that we could do going out and voting? Can we not do that? Can we not make that a priority? How is what is happening in Iran, how can that not affect the world at large? I mean, I know that I've just been sitting back being more and more inspired and activated by, by reading the news about these women. And I know I'm not alone. And it is only a matter of time before things start shifting. But we have to do something if we want a better future. And... Again, this, you know, this this message isn't just for the United States, but it definitely really focuses on the United States because this is where I live. This is where the majority of my listeners come from. And we have a massive, a very important midterm election coming up that will really have a huge effect on our nation moving forward. And I want to inspire you. And I want to encourage you to not look at this as a political thing, if that is something that prevents you from voting, but is a spiritual declaration of a direction that you would like to go in. And I want to point out a couple of things to you, okay? So first of all, you may not like the system. I don't like the system, but it is the current system. And we have to work within it until we can replace it, okay? So... I am not some person who says I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican or I'm a liberal. Like, I don't wear labels. I vote for people that inspire me who I believe are a good person to vote for. But in today's time, you know, so I don't want you to get caught up by parties. I want you to vote for who you believe is going to bring you democracy, okay? And... Whether this is within the United States or elsewhere, it's something to think about, right? We can moan and groan all we want about the systems and they're being corrupt and this and that. But if we're not taking the step that we can take, then we're not doing what we can to help change that system. 
And so it's really important for us to not sit on the sideline and just complain, but to take some action. Number two, voting is a right and a privilege that not everyone has. You know, my partner is from Honduras. He moved here when he was 10 years old. His parents have paid taxes, pay into social security, pay all, like, since they arrived, if they were to retire, they would not be able to access what they have paid into, nor would my partner. He does not have the ability to vote in the country that he lives in and pays taxes for. You know how much he would like to vote? Well, I'll tell you. He annoys the crap out of me about voting, leading up to any kind of voting, because he would like to be out there doing it. Vote for the people who can't vote, okay? Because we have a lot of voices here within the United States, and I'm sure elsewhere, who can't do something about it. It is a privilege and not something that we should take for granted. Every vote matters. You know, this is one of those myths that's like, oh, it's fine. Other people will vote. It doesn't matter. If you haven't noticed, the world is shifting. That 3D to 5D is really splitting us right down the middle. That's why so many of us cannot, we don't get along with people we used to get along with anymore. It's people that are really close to us, friends, family even. That split also happens on the political divide, correct? You better believe that these races, not only this upcoming one, but certainly, I would say several for the future still, are going to be very close. Every vote matters. Your voice matters. Again, it's you getting out and doing something. It is you being an active participant and creating a future that you want to. Number four, we need to take responsibility for what we believe. And if you want to grow up having freedoms, having democracy, then vote for it. We have to take responsibility for ourselves. We can't just, again, sit around our dinner table and complain about it. We have to go out and take action. Number five, we must engage. If we aren't engaging, then we are just being active participants and the de like the destruction of our nation. And again, this is not just for those here within the U.S., but anywhere. If you are not actively participating in the politics where you live, you are actively participating in the destruction of them. And that might sound harsh, but it is true. Because if you aren't for, you are against and we need to move forward. We need to do something. And I'm not usually one who's like super black and white about things, but this is a pretty black and white topic. We can't make anything. We can't create anything without taking action. It's just the way things work. You know, it is what it is. And finally, voting wherever you live is about showing up and showing our love and concern for our nation, our future. That's why this is spirituality, because this is, this is taking our time out of our busy schedules, OMG, <laughs> to care for our nation, to care for people within our world that we see all the time, to have an effect, democracy. You know, here in the United States, women lost their lives 
um, in, in, in the, you know, the, oh my gosh, lose my words right now, in the fight to be able to vote. They were beaten, they were put in, you know, prisons, they were treated quite similarly to what's happening in Iran. Of course, it's very different, I shouldn't even compare. But my point just being that, like, back in those days, women were, you know, kind of considered just to be property still. We can't allow our rights to just go. That's not spiritual. And that is not being an active participant in our future. So this is what I have for you today. Again, I just want to motivate you and inspire you to take action and to really encourage you to get out and vote, especially if you are a U.S. citizen for these midterm elections. I feel an enormous amount of energy in the back end of this year. I've talked about this multiple times. The Akashic Records have talked about this in our monthly forecasts. This isn't the first time. And whether it's to do with Mother Earth, which I think is, we've got some big stuff coming for this planet, but also, you know, the midterm elections here in the United States, um, the recessions, you know, the financial crap. I mean, like, there's a lot. There's a lot. And it's important for us to stay vigilant during these times and to be active participants and the world around us. I encourage you to get out and vote. I encourage you to participate. And I thank you so, so much for still being here with me and for listening to this episode. Please share it with anyone that you think could benefit from it, that it might inspire, or who maybe needs to hear some of these reasons that I shared in regards to reasons to vote. But Please, our future is something that we create together. And I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to be doing my part. All right. Make sure you sign up for the email list to receive podcast updates, helpful resources, all the goodies. Have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget, when we invest in ourselves, the world will.